Welcome to the Z. Michelson Travel Podcast. This podcast is devoted to the travel industry. Z says let your imagination run wild and start dreaming about where you want to go. And dream big, reach for the stars, and if you only get to the moon, at least you enjoyed the trip. Your guide to travel is Z. Michelson, a travel advisor. And sitting at the controls is Jay Lawrence, your concierge of podcast travel. Now here's Z. I, I'm Z, and that, of course, was Jay being funny with his little buttons over there. <laughs> yes, yes, I am here. I'm I'm sitting in the auditorium waiting for the podcast to begin. Right, and the podcast is beginning. We have a big show. We've been talking and talking about all of our trips that we went on this these past few months. Yeah, and we're, we're kind of laid-back travelers. We're not the big... Big cruisers or... Well, we are. We cruise, we travel, we go on planes, we go in cars. Wasn't that a show? Planes, Planes, trains, trains, and and automobiles. uh, Uh, mm -hmm. Steve Martin Martin and John Candy. Yes, yes. That was a funny picture. It got to be too much, you know. Well, after a while. But it was typical Steve Martin and John Candy. I'm glad you got that phone call. I know. <laughs> you never know when I get phone calls. Yeah, right in the middle of a podcast, we get a phone call. <laughs> right. Well, you never know. Could be. Could be uh, Washington D.C. calling us. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think so. But I have a question for you. What's it? What do you think the best frozen pizza is? Do you ever get a frozen pizza? No. <laughs> I'm from New York. Frozen pizza is not in my wheelhouse. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a kind of a guy that gets a DiGiorno. A oh, DiGiorno. I go for the, I've been the sold, self-rising DiGiorno pizza. I've been sold on the commercials, so that's what uh, <laughs> that's what I did. Well, usually when I go to my local pizzeria place, yes. I wind up bringing home pizza. Yeah. That I freeze. That, oh. Well, yeah, there so you I go. freeze I freeze my own pizza. Okay, from my my local pizza. And place. speaking about freezing pizza, you yeah. know you've got it so darn cold here in the studio. <laughs> I put my headset on, and the headset's cold. I got to warm up my headset. Oh my my my! You're getting to be like a real Floridian there, Jay. Because <laughs> it's not that it's not that cold in here, and we have all this equipment in here. You have to keep all of this computer equipment. Cool. Yeah, yeah, cool off equipment, cool off. Well, listen, we're going to be talking about you going yep. on a road trip today right we're coming where we talked about me being in lake placid and you know being on the road we're going to talk about some of our southern states that i traveled through yeah now so last week you drove to lake placid i was in lake placid you got your daughter hitched up finally mm-hmm. yep and so then you guys are coming out of lake right. placid lake placid we went to cooperstown you know that was all in new york upstate uh-huh. new york and heading south so, so we decided to head south so okay now uh, driving wise, I need to know this. You, you drove how how far away from New York City are you driving? I was when, far away from New York. Okay, City. so how do you get around that? What? Uh, basically, I was close to the mountain range. Uh, I followed the mountain range. Is that seventy five? Uh, no, you kind of cut over, uh, oh. cut over more because I was in the Blue Ridges in the south, and then I went towards you know the Adirondacks. So but I was you're on, all you're on ninety five, and I'm talking no, interstate mm-hmm. numbers. Yeah, you're talking interstates. Okay, so we were on an interstate. I think it was like eighty or eighty six or something it like has that. To be a, even yeah. number because mm-hmm. it's going north south. Right. 
So we were on one of no, those. No, that's not true. 95 no. goes north-south. 10 goes east-west. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. Got to be so an odd number. Has to be an odd number. So we were on some of the interstates. And like I said, we kind of crossed over and went. we kind of followed up the mountain ranges. So, so. for day one out mm-hmm. of the mountains, where did you go? Day one out of the mountains, we naturally had headed south. So when we headed south, we went down through Pennsylvania and we zipped through there and part of it hits part of Virginia and Maryland to kind of clip that that area uh-huh. and then we got into the Carolinas. Oh. Mhm. Okay. That would be <coughs> North Carolina. Right. So we hit North Carolina first. And approximately three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So we kind of took a rest and, you know, because I wanted to see some of the wineries uh-huh. and the vineyards that uh-huh. were there because apparently they have a lot of vineyards in Virginia and the Carolinas. Whoa. So my husband was pretty much sleeping while I was driving and we just drove right through the Virginia region. Oh. <laughs> So he didn't, he didn't want to go anywhere in Virginia because I said, oh, look, here's, you know, Gettysburg, you know, let's, let's stop in. No, nope, don't Gettys- want to go. Excuse me. Gettysburg is in Pennsylvania, not okay. Virginia. So we were all in that area yeah. and it's like, you don't want to hear this. You want to go? No, no, no. So he fell asleep and I just kept driving. So when we hit the Carolinas, I said, no, nah, we're going to stop and I want to see some of these vineyards. Okay. So we did stop. Did you did mm-hmm. you book a hotel? Did you, did you do a yeah? But you know, just a regular hotel. Okay, so yeah, and we the, we stayed at the Holiday Inn Expresses mainly in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay, so so then you you were able to venture out the day evening of right. when you got the, there the next day the next day the next oh, okay. day we ventured out and there was tons of vineyards to uh-huh. choose and pick from, so now we had to try to find one. <laughs> I understand you didn't have trouble finding them. No, nope, you could throw a rock and hit any one of them. Wow. So we stopped at, and I know I gave it to you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you what it is. It's uh, that, uh, Vineyards. <laughs> R-A-F-F-A-L-D-I-N-I. Ralphadini. Ralphadini. Right, Ralphadini. Um, it specializes in Italian wines. Mm. And my husband and I both like sweet wines, okay. which is very hard to find. Uh-huh. But they did have some sweet wines. But what you did, what we did was we got what they called a flight. Uh-huh. And it was like five different wines. And they were the white wines that we were trying. And they had this beautiful location. It had this beautiful Tuscan style building and beautiful grounds with little streams running through it. And we sat under one of those big monster tents with our little flight of wine overlooking the Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, wow. It was breathtaking. I actually told my husband, I wouldn't mind moving here as long as we had this view and this mountaintop. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a lovely place. And it was family-owned. It was family-owned vineyard. And to do that, you're going to have to... Um... <laughs> Have your own vineyard. I right. I have to have my own vineyard. So as we were chatting and tasting the wines, um, uh, we were informed that it was a family-owned vineyard. They came over from Italy years ago, and they wanted to have the grapes that they grew in Italy. So they had to have a certain land, certain dirt or uh-huh. whatever. And it was right, right there because in that region, because we were by the Blue Ridge Mountains, they just go like, dormant. It goes dormant, just uh-huh. like they, they do in the upstate New York region. So it's like, okay, it goes dormant. And this is the wines that they 
they developed in Italy. So, and of course you hear the name is very Italian. And I believe she said that now the son runs the business, hmm. you know, because it's one generation down. But again, it is a family run business. So the, mm-hmm. the, the vineyard, they don't live here? They live here. They live. They live that, in the live in that region. Okay. Yeah, they okay. live in that region. But it sure mm-hmm. looks like a. Uh, it, you're in Tuscany. Oh yes, is, it, is it definitely I'm, looks like Tuscany, and they serve they serve a little bit of you know, a little bit of appetizers if you want something with your wine, uh, things like that. But it's beautiful, and then of course you can buy the wine that you tasted. Um, that oh, would be great. They the, do tours. We were there during the week. Oh. And unfortunately, we didn't get to go on a tour because they do the tours on the weekends. Mm. So that's something you need to be aware of when you're traveling and you're looking at some of these vineyards, that some of the vineyards may not do tours during the week. Mm. So we had that. And but you had a flight. We got a flight. All and white. All white wines. Uh-huh. And we did actually buy one of their wines uh-huh it was it was delicious and it was a f- very sweet wine and i want to thank you for bringing it into the studio today <laughs> because you didn't <laughs> well you should have called and said i want a bottle <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah so like i said we had you know before when we were in cooperstown we bought a bottle of the uh, single malt whiskey and now that we're in the vineyards were we're you buying guys a bottle drinking of wine. on the way home not really not really i mean we bought one flight and we split it and in a flight it's just like two sips yeah you know yeah so that's kind of what we did and like i said we liked that one bottle of wine so we brought that bottle of wine home so it's just this is the next this is this is in north carolina yeah Mm -hmm. day and so did you do anything else this day yeah so we left we left that in particular winery Uh and there was so many more to choose from but i was trying to stay with local vineyards in local operators, right. you know, the people that own their own. Yeah. Um, so we went to the next one, which was named Laurel Gray. Mm. Um, now they specialized in French wines. Oh. So we went there. Now this one wasn't as ostentatious and, and beautifully laid out as the other one. Um, and what we found out was more and more vineyards are coming to that region and they're trying to get more and more people to do Airbnbs so they can do more wine tours. Oh. Yeah. So if you're interested in wine tours, they need to contact me because I did get the name of a good wine tour company. Oh, great. Yeah. Because people love to do that. Uh-huh. So we went to Laurel Gray and again, you bought a flight and... R- red or white? This time we got red. Uh-huh. And because we wanted to taste the French wines. Dry or sweet? Uh, it was supposedly a combination okay. of the flight. Okay. And we we got a free glass. That was part of, you know, if you bought a flight, you got a free glass of, you know, like a commemorative glass. Oh, okay. So we got that and we sat down and they didn't have such a big location like the other one. Mm. This one was down the hill a little bit more. Uh, it was pretty. It was like being on a farm. But uh, we tried their wines, and it just wasn't to our liking because the wines were not sweet to our taste. Mm. Um, they said one was sweet. Eh, it wasn't sweet in our book. But we had the wines. We sat and enjoyed it. And again, they did the same thing. They only have the tours on the, the weekends. Weekend. Uh-huh. Now, they also import certain fruits, 
which I didn't particularly care for. I want, if I'm going to get wine, I'm going to get something. I want it from that vineyard. I don't right. want to hear that it's coming from Cincinnati or somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was nice. Like I said, it was very pleasant. The atmosphere was pleasant. And again, this again was a very mom and pop type of operation. But it looks like a farm. Yeah, it looks like a little farm. Mm-hmm. And it was it had a nice little seating area with an outside uh, fireplace and you know, it was very cute. So, how how long did you spend at the first winery and the second winery? Uh, about about an hour and a half at each. Okay. So, yeah. I, I want to know how you got sober in between. <laughs> well, there was no getting sober because you're only taking a sip, you yeah. know. You know, maybe if all if we put everything together, we may have had one glass of wine. <laughs> between the both (laughs) right (laughs) so because they don't give you that much they only give you a a taste and like i said we didn't have our own flights we shared a flight right yeah and so you didn't bring home a bottle of grave no we didn't bring home a bottle of theirs Mm -hmm. because we weren't we weren't crazy about their wines Mm -hmm. and again they were doing the french wine so maybe we we were more into the italian wine it's just not you yeah Yeah. so and again there were so many more wineries we could have spent three days in that region oh just going from winery to winery to winery well i want to go to the first one yeah the first one's great and like i said it, it overlooks the blue ridge mountains yeah so it's really really nice now I think we need to talk about a tip before we go into the next state. Oh, really? What do you think? Okay. (laughs) And unfortunately, my computer shut down. Okay. Tip me, tip me. Tip, tip, tip. Okay, when we're talking about long-haul flights, like if you're going from here to Australia or things like that. Or a flight of wine? (laughs) No. No, flight of wine is completely different. But there's a couple of things that you might want to invest in because it'll help you get through a long flight. Yes. Uh, A travel pillow. A really nice travel pillow, not one of those cheapy inflatable ones with the scratchy edges. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you no, want no. something nice and cushy. Yeah. You know, something that will help you get through, even if you're stuck in the middle seat type of travel pillow. Um, my problem with mm-hmm. one of those are it, it pushes my head too far forward. Now, you see, there's certain travel pillows that allow you to move it so that you can move your neck from side to side and to back. Ah. So... You also look, sometimes you have to wear it the other way around, where where it's on your back of your neck, you push it to the front so your chin stays up and you can lean back. Oh, no, that's, yeah. oh, okay. So you have those different types of travel pillows. Also, mm-hmm. noise-canceling headphones. Bingo. Invest in a good one. Uh-huh. Because some of these long flights, there are babies, and, you know, babies are not comfortable on these planes, and, you know, the babies might be crying. And then, of course, you know, if you're have sleeping, the people might be snoring, so get a good pair of noise canceling. I don't headphones. know if you remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about me flying first class. Right, to Denver. you flew first class, and I had a noise canceling headset. Did you have it with you? Oh yeah. Oh, it was yours. Oh yeah. And did it work? Oh yeah. See, I think that's part of why it was such a nice flight because right. the engine noise. Then you know it, it just were. I was in the movie too. Right, but, <laughs> you but, were into the movie. But yeah, noise-canceling headphones can be a great lifesaver, yeah. you know, particularly on large flights, long-haul flights with a lot of noise going on. Yeah, and then, of course, going through 2S- TSA, I'm down to what do I not have to carry? You know? Right, what don't I carry? <laughs> so I've got the headset around my neck. Yes. I, look, I look like I, I'm, a, I'm a minus Mickey Mouse. You know what right. I mean? The ears would be down and around my throat. Right. Kind of how we sit in the studio sometimes in between takes. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, so those are those are two things that you should really invest in. Some people say an eye mask. Um, I don't particularly care for eye masks, but they do block out some of the light if your roommate, your seatmate is reading and the light is on them. Uh, and a lot of people do take sleep medications, but I don't recommend taking sleep medications if you haven't taken them already. Right. Um, because you don't know what you'll react like. Yeah. So, and go so with those booze. first two. Go, go, booze. go with <laughs> But I do recommend the travel pillow and the canceling headphones. All right. So are we back on the road again? On the road again. I believe you're on the road. <laughs> well, as you know, we were traveling south. We were in North Carolina. So I want to started talk- in Lake Placid, Cal- right. Lake Placid, California. Lake Placid, New York. New York. New York, New York. But I'm talking about South Carolina now. Okay. South Carolina pretty much impressed me. I was impressed. Yeah. Um, when we were traveling through, um, we were near Hilton Head. You know, because, you know, because that's kind of where you do the jog over to get towards oh, yeah. the mountains. So this was like day three on the road, right? Mm, yeah, we're close to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, we decided to stop for a bite to eat. Uh-huh. And I gave you the name of the restaurant called? Okay, A-T-I-E, Ale House. <laughs> O'Katie's Ale House and Pub. And it was probably about four or five miles away from where we were staying at a restaurant. Okay. Um, what I found interesting was it was attached to a senior community, kind of like we have here in the villages. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was highly recommended by the restaurant, by the uh, hotel. And it's like, really? And they went, oh, yeah, you got to go here. So we went over there. We found it. You know, it was very dark over there because it was like no street lights. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we did find it and it was crowded. It was very packed. I thought we're never going to get in. Uh-huh. But we got in and the menu was all freshly made foods. Oh, wow. So we had that night, I had homemade chicken soup. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I had also a homemade chicken pot pie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And my husband had, uh-huh. he had meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Of course he would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because my husband eats a lot of beef. Uh-huh. So we had this, this food and it came out. You know, we had to wait a little while for it because it was all freshly kind of made. I, my husband said it was the best because I let him taste my soup. Mm-hmm. He said it was the best chicken soup he's had in years. Oh, wow. Yep. And I'm kind of crazy when it comes to chicken soup. I add lemon. You add lemon? I add lemon. Uh-huh. I highly recommend it to people who have never really tried it. If you have chicken noodle soup, squeeze a little bit of lemon juice into the soup. Hmm. It, it brings out the flavor. It's very Greek. Greeks put a lot of lemon in their, in uh-huh. their chicken soup. Uh-huh. But I, I put the lemon in my soup, and it was delicious. Everything was delicious. It was came out hot, came out good. And then I thought, oh, this meal is going to cost a small fortune. Oh, really? And it did not. Oh. It was very inexpensive. I think we paid $38 for all of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. For two. For two. Wow. Like I said, for all of it. Uh-huh. And that included, you know, we didn't have cocktails that night. We just had regular soft drinks. But it was it was amazing. The food was amazing. A little a little place you never heard of, O'Katie's. And it's like it was cute as a bug. 
and the food was delicious. The place was packed. And this is what traveling is all about. Yeah. Finding these, places. finding these places yeah. and talk, talk to the hotels, you know, say what, you know, what's good to eat? Where is a good place to eat? And they'll tell you, you know, yeah. they'll say, okay, this place. I mean, one time we stopped at a hotel and the hotel guy says, well, this, there's this one restaurant over there called, you know, Fiddlers. And I went, oh, Fiddlers. And I says, yeah. He says, they kind of do just barbecue. So we went there. It wasn't just barbecue. And we went in there and had a full buffet bar of food. You know, they had salads and they had, you know, biscuits, gravy, biscuits and gravy. And they had a ton of food and it was all good. Hmm. So ask around, talk to locals, look to see where people are parked in front of restaurants. Oh, yeah. If you see a lot of people parked in front of a restaurant, it must be a good you place. know that the food is good. Yeah, Can't guarantee the price point, but yeah. Right. But like I said, when we went to O'Katie's, the price point was Wow. Wonderful. I was amazed. And let me see. That is in North, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Near, it was near Hilton Head. Believe it or not, when you say Hilton Head, people say, oh, my God, Hilton Head's so expensive. Right. But it was not. I was, I was pleasantly surprised by what we paid and by the quality of food. Wow. And they, they only had a couple of servers there, and they were working their butts off. And like I said, it was crowded because it was in an area of an over 55 community. Oh. And it was good. Did you have trouble getting into the 55 plus community? No, because it was open. It oh. was an open gate. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like, like the villages. Kind of like the villages. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Maybe they're taken after the villages and... Well, it's it's a company called Dell Web, which is pretty popular here Whoa, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised to find it sitting there in the middle of South Carolina, and I was impressed with the area. So it was pretty cool. So that's what you get when you travel. So then, out of South Carolina, you flew back to uh, Orlando. Yeah, I got back home. You were driving. Of yeah, course. driving. Because that's not that long. Were you glad, you know, how long, you were gone two weeks, weren't you? Mm-hmm, gone two weeks. Were you ready to get back in the old bed and just, no. you know? No. no. I, I sleep very well in hotel beds. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I've been on the road so long. I've been on the road since I was like 16. Yeah? So I sleep very well in hotel beds. Wow. Yeah. Uh, me? I got to be in a hotel like three or four nights before I'm really comfortable. <laughs> the first night, it's like, a new bed? What am I doing here? Yeah, I don't have that problem. Wow. I just fall asleep. And then if it's a cruise, forget yeah. it. I, certain beds on cruises can have me out cold for the entire night. Oh, wow. Because you got that little rocking going on, just like a little baby. But yeah, so I travel quite frequently, so I'm pretty at ease in most hotels. Okay. Like I said, most hotels. Most hotels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I want to just bring up something that I tried to talk about. I forgot to talk about a couple of weeks ago. <gasps> you forgot to talk about it. Well, you've talked about some restaurants. Right. And I mentioned a restaurant in Denver that I wanted to go to. Oh, yeah. And it was called Casa Benito, right? Casa Benita. Nita. Bonita. Which is an old restaurant that's been around 50 years. Mm-hmm. Why do I say 50 years? Because... 50 years ago, <laughs> I actually went there and the place uh, kind of went downhill and then, right. then they reopened because the new management too. The management, the guys that started South Park, right, actually re, re, rebooted re, this rebooted. place. Yeah, rebooted. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's kind of a place to go. And so it was on my bucket list and I missed it. And you miss it. Well, because it's, it's by ticket only right now. Yeah. And from what I've been seeing, it's by ticket only, and it's probably based on, again, that comes with that flexible 
travel location. Oh, yeah. You have to be flexible because not everybody can get in when they want to get in. So if right. you want to get in on Tuesday, your tickets might not be available until Friday. Yeah. Um, also, they have a beautiful cave system that they they work in and different locations within the restaurant, right? which is nice. And then they have the divers in the restaurant as well. And it was called the Disneyland of Mexican restaurants. Wasn't right. That? Something like that. The yeah. Disneyland of Mexican restaurants. Yeah, It so impressed me with the, when I went there. Mm-hmm. Now I, I took a look at their menu and I took a look at their, their menu for the ticket. It's like for $39.99 for an adult. And that does not include booze, Yeah, but that's not Bad, considering what you get. Actually, you get the chips and the salsa. You get all of that, and then you come. You can pick from the meal menu. Yeah, and they looks the food looks good. Yeah, food looks good. Yeah, you know, and we we do like our Mexican food. Yes. <laughs> maybe maybe we should tell I Jaliscos to do something like that on their next renovation. <laughs> I'm not sure they have enough space. I know they don't have enough room. That's yeah. for sure. But this place is pretty large. Yeah. So that could be something that if somebody's going to Denver to take a peek at Casa Bonita and see if they can get in. Check them out. You can get, make your reservation And online. let us know if you get in. We'd yes. like to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear for sure. <laughs> I want to sure. Hey, I want to thank uh, Collage Travel Media Network for sponsoring the podcast. Aren't, aren't you excited about I that? I am very excited because Collage Travel Media Network also carries Collage Travel Radio and ZMAX Radio. And Collage Travel Radio is music of the 80s, 90s, today's favorites mm-hmm. kind of music and a lot of travel information. Travel information and tips. A lot of people are contributing their time and effort to to making some right. some information on the internet. And ZMAX Radio has the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, kind of the music we grew up with. The music you grew up with, the music you want to hear And again. we just love it. And you know what I love even more? What's that? It's absolutely free to listen to. Yes. And you can hear it on all of your Alexa devices, or you can hear it on Google. And tune in. Your yeah. Collage Travel Radio, you can get on tune in, because that's how I listen when I travel, because it's heard anywhere in the world. Now, this episode is going to uh, air on November 21st, 2023. November, November, November. November 20. Uh, what did I November say? November of 2023. And- <laughs> Both stations are going to be starting that music for the holidays soon. Ah, oh, music People for the holidays. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yes. is right upon us. Right around the corner. So naturally, we're going to have the music for the holidays. And of course, Collage Travel Radio is going to have how people celebrate holidays around the world. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of information. A lot Great. of stuff. We just love it. Great stuff. All right. Um, Again, I thank Collage Travel Media Network for sponsoring us. Mm-hmm. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Okay, that's out of the way. <laughs> and you know that the podcasts as well can be heard on any of their local podcasts, any oh, yeah. podcast player that the they p- have. Providers, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have more people coming up to share more information. More of their travel. Yeah. Travel fun. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening today. Traveling truly does open up the world to you. You learn about all the different cultures, lifestyle, and you know we talk about food because we do love it. Uh, Then you realize we truly and really are the same. Yeah. So dream, dream big, reach for those stars, and if you only get to the moon, at least you made the trip. If you're looking for great places to travel to, feel free to visit my website. That's zmichelsontravel.com. And, of course, Z is spelled Z-E-E. This is C. Michelson, making your travel dreams come true.